Happy New Year, you filthy animals, and welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back, my fatherless behavior squad. Welcome back, one and all, to the podcast of From Under the Apron. I am celebrating today. I, I Actually, we are all celebrating. We are all celebrating this milestone of beautiful milestone today. Do you know what today is? Do you all know what today is? Today is January 2nd, 2024, obviously, but what the milestone is? The podversary. That's right. It's the anniversary, the second happy birthday. I don't know how that works. January 2021, I started the first podcast. I'm sorry, January 2022, I started the first episode. Uh, January 2022. Um, second year, January 2024, the third year, happy, okay, I'm just going to put it like this, welcome to season three, there, done, it actually doesn't start today, okay, so I started the, let me, let me refresh, let me go back, okay, let me go back to January 2nd, 2022. I actually started an episode zero uh, episode of the podcast. I've gone back. I checked it out. And for some reason, it never posted. It never went live. It didn't. I don't know what happened. But I do know it has so much to do with the fact that I used music on the first episode. On the episode zero. And it was... Coheed and Cambria, welcome home. So, possibly because of copyrighted music, I wasn't able to post it. It wouldn't, I don't know what happened to it. I didn't get any views, I didn't get any listens, I didn't get any downloads. So, I pulled the plug. I, um, I, I hit it. You know, silly me. But, what I did is I went back to listen to the whole thing. The very first episode that I ever did by myself. And I thought, maybe this one, maybe for the, for this episode, for the podiversary, I should post the very first episode, the pilot, uh, unaired episode. Maybe I should do that. And then, here's the best part. You can listen to the cringe Along with me, because I heard my own cringe, I understood that I needed to change. That I, I'm so glad I changed my cadence. Everything, everything about this is done. Everything is bad. I'm glad you're listening, but if you choose to listen to the whole thing and like say to yourself the same thing I'm saying to myself, wow, he has changed so much. Look at him grow. It's because I have, I have grown. I like. Oh, you guessed it. This is un- this is unedited. This is unscripted as well. This right here, me talking to you all, me wholeheartedly talking to all the podcast listeners, to the fatherless behavior squad, everyone in attendance. Let's go. Um. So yeah, this is the very first one. The first. And I'm gonna post it, and why not? The actual season one, episode one, doesn't 
even air until January 8th. But I'm not going to do that. I'm going to give you another episode later on this week. But I didn't want to like leave you guys hanging on the first uh, week of the year. Happy New Year! I hope you all had a freaking safe New Year, man. I hope you had a whole, a whole, you know, you're doing your best, you're living your best life, you're growing, you're out there, you're becoming who you want to be, because I know I am. I said I was going to do stuff, and I'm starting, I'm, I'm starting uh, on the third, actually, uh, this is the second, I'm the third, I kind of got in a situation where my back started hurting, on the 31st to the 1st and the 2nd, I just woke up, okay? This is me finally being awake. I'm woken up. I'm awake. I'm here. But I'm drinking water. I did what I told you I was going to promise to do. No more Zoas. No more C4s. Only water. Only health food. Healthy food. We're there. But tomorrow, I promise, the workouts are starting. We're going to go through this. We're going to get through this. We're going to fight. We're going to fight. Let's fight. Let's go. But, um, here's episode zero. Hope y'all enjoy. Um, we'll be back later. We, me, I'll be back later in the week with another episode. Hopefully, and hopefully a better episode. Um, and don't, we got this, we got this. We got new music, we got new intro. We're gonna, this is, again... Season 3, episode 0. Why not start off like this, huh? So enjoy the first, the very first episode of From Under the Apron, which at the time was called All Things Wrestling. At at the time, it didn't have the clock ringing every fucking time. At the time, I I was... You, you'll understand what? <laughs> you'll understand as soon as you hear it. Because I just kept hearing it and hearing it and hearing it. And I'm just like, I need to make a freaking um, a game out of this. How many times I say this word right here. And you'll understand which one. So please, if you're listening still and you've made it up to this point, count how many times I've said, let's talk about it. Because I do go off on that. And enjoy the show. Enjoy my nonsense. Uh, it was um recap of uh, WWE Day 1 from 2022 so let's find out what i got wrong because i i i listened to it and i like oh my god that would be awesome to to know and then like two years later it's happening right now so check it out let me know what you think of it and then once again i'll probably do some more um you know bonus episodes of me talking about old episodes that I've done. So here it is. Enjoy after this break. Hi, everyone. This is JJ, the co-founder of Good Pods. If you haven't heard of it yet, Good Pods is like Goodreads or Instagram, but for podcasts. It's new, it's social, it's different, and it's growing really fast. There are more than 2 million podcasts, and we know that it is impossible to figure out what to listen to. On Good Pods, you follow your friends and podcasters to see what they like. That is the number one way to discover new shows and episodes. You can find Good Pods on the web or download the app. Happy listening!
Hey, it's Evo. We're going to get back to the episode you're listening to, but first, let me tell you about Dark Fate Creations. Dark Fate Creations are candles that are vibrant, colorful, marble tops, amazing, mouth-watering fragrances, fueled by lovely braided cotton wicks. Paper threads woven into every cotton wick for a clean, romantic, slow, and consistent burn. Each candle is unique from the next as they are hand-mixed and hand-poured right in Grass Valley, California. They use only coconut and soy waxes for a safer, cleaner, and longer burn time. That's almost 72 hours. That's like binging on all 130 episodes of the podcast. All fragrance blends have been heavily researched. Dark Fate Creations not only care about the look, fragrance, and quality of their candles and their other products, but also the effects they have in their customers' homes. So go to darkfatecreations.com. The link will be in the show notes. Hello and welcome everyone to the very first episode of the All Things Podcast. I will be your host, Ernie. For those of you that already know me, you know that I used to co-host a awesome podcast show called Drink It Up with my very good friend Eric. Unfortunately, that podcast is no longer active. So five years later, here comes the spinoff, The All Things Podcast, where I just ramble on about everything. And for those that don't know me, I'd like to welcome y'all to episode zero of the All Saints Podcast. This is basically just the formalities of me trying to show you what this... Or show you? Yeah. I believe that's the word I'm looking for. Show you what this podcast is going to be about. It's everything. All things. Whatever it may be. Whatever I might find helpful for me to talk about. But most importantly... I like to put this on the All Things Wrestling uh, Facebook group where I know a bunch of people have been waiting, waiting in the wings to talk about wrestling. And here it is. What may we want to talk about? Who knows? Attitude era, new generation era, old school re- uh, wrestling era, Hulk Hogan era, whatever you like, you guys want to talk about. I'm so there. We'll talk about it. If you want to come on the show, you can DM me. Facebook, message me and let me know you want to come on and we will talk about it. Of course, there's going to be the occasional topics of who was the GOAT of wrestling, who is the GOAT now, who was the GOAT back then. You know, something that Ric Flair and Chris Jericho are vying against each other for. No, actually, it's just Ric Flair going all crazy again. From time to time, I'll come up with the occasional pay-per-view monthly results you know like day one that just happened over the weekend Saturday uh, let's talk about that let's talk about the ending of that but most importantly I want to hear from you guys what did you guys think of the show what did you not like about the show what did you like about the show what did you think about that ending did you see it coming from a mile away when it was announced that day very first pay-per-view of the year and it was pretty good pretty good from time to time you'll hear me pop out with the occasional notes or me trying to come up with some thoughts but all in all this is going to be a great show that i want to introduce to all things wrestling first and then once i get the steam going once i get some episodes going just talk about more stuff than just wrestling 
So let's talk about it. WWE, day one. What happened? How'd it go? That was the theme music for the night. Straightening by Migos, which you could hear at WWE day one from Atlanta, Georgia, which they were a big part of that night. And immediately the show opens up with a tweet from Roman Reigns, who was just announced earlier in the weekend. Saturday, yeah, it was just announced earlier that he had COVID. He had come down with COVID, so he's unable to make the show. So, can't work with him. At the same time, it's announced that Brock Lesnar has now joined the Fatal 4-Way match into a 5-Way match between Kevin Owens, Seth Rickard Rollins, Bobby Lashley, and the WWE Champion Big E. So right before I'm about to watch the entire show, I get a Facebook tagged message on that says Brock Lesnar has been added to the show. So immediately I start thinking, oh, this is Brock Lesnar versus Kobe Kingston all over again, which is probably going to be the same outcome. So I'm basically thinking immediately no. Immediately no. I like where this is going, but no. So the first match that gets introduced is the New Day. King Woods and Kofi Kingston versus the Usos for the Tag Team Championship. And let me just tell you, these two teams know how, they just know each other. I've seen them wrestle for about a very long time against each other and they are the best. They know each other's moves. They, if there was a freaking tag team match that would watch 24 hours a day, just all day, this would be it. I've seen their ladder matches. I've seen their uh, regular matches. I've seen their rap battle matches. Pretty epic, if I say so myself. But these two teams put on quite a show. I mean, they were... The crowd was into it. I was into it. I was on my edge of my seat, just rooting for... I don't even know who, I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, like every uh, three count, or almost two count, almost three count, every two count, I'd be like, come on, let's go. And then finally, the Usos, like, my goodness, I am, like, so amazed by what they did. They come out with a 3D, like, they didn't even call it, they just, like, went for it did a 3D and Pat McAfee just went off on it. He's just commentating on the show and then he just shows up like, 3D, 3D. I'm just like, what? Rewinded it, happens again, 3D. And I'm thinking, you know, like Devon is a, a, what is he now, a producer, a road agent. He probably gave him the go ahead. Like, yeah, you can use my move. Uh, Bubba Ray no longer wrestling. He's over there in ROH and he's no longer doing anything. So yes, go right ahead. Or Devon just called Bubba's like, hey, will you give these guys permission? He was like, yeah, go ahead. So that, my goodness, that was the sweetest 3D. Well, at, when it happened, I thought that was the sweetest 3D up until later when something else happened. It was a great opening match. Uh, the Usos win. They retain their championship belts. They're still tagging champions on SmackDown. Now, I don't know if this is, uh, the time when you get up and have to go to the bathroom because you just had such a long, exciting show that, oh man, you're exhausted, now you gotta go and 
get stuff from the fridge or now you gotta get up from and go get the concession stand. But wow. Imagine number two, I'm telling you. Match number two, which was Mad Cop Madcap Moss with Happy Corbin versus Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre was WWE uh, champion last year. What happened? He's now regulated in mid-card. Mid-card. He's in the mid. It's just like... Why? It's like the most cringy segment ever, too, which is Happy Corbin. I thought he was poor. And who is Mad Cup Moscow? You could tell I haven't watched wrestling in quite a while. Really quite a while, because I don't even know who this guy was. But I just know that the last time I watched it, ha- Corbin wasn't even happy. He was just freaking down on his luck. Can't even... Somebody stole a dollar bill from him. Ugh. And then the segment was just cringy. Ooh. And Q and McIntyre, Drew McIntyre, who just brings out his sword. And I'm thinking, like, yeah, he's doing this um, gimmick again. It's awesome. Yeah. It was awesome for a little while, but now it's just like, why? Like, if you're just going to use this uh, gimmick and use the sword and go straight to the main event, why are you doing this in the mid-card? It was just a cringy match, it was, in my opinion, you know, it was just, and I don't know. Um, it was a short seven-minute match, though, but it was just a bunch of cringe. I just, like, tried to look away, but it was felt like a whole car wreck happening right in front of me move on to the third match of the night the three profits versus rk bro um rk bro brings out the migos who just like everybody in atlanta just freaking had a huge pop over them and then they go into the ring they get on the turnbuckles they do randy's pose they do riddle's pose pat mcafee is calling them the rk bros like a little trying to get in a sneak in a little weed reference in there here or there I don't know had um heroes still been around had they not been released they shouldn't have been released but had they not been released they would have had a good time with the Migos hanging out and stuff I just know that all three of them would have been like facing off against the other three over there like oh yeah can't wait for this to ever happen here so the street profits aren't heels but they would work as heels they would definitely work as heels except for the fact that montez Ford likes to dance all the time and then like do the whoa but it's really funny when he's doing that and then randy orton just starts to look up confused like what's he throwing up there and then he catches it and randy's just staring at him like what but you know the street profits could work as heels um i just like to think of him as a crime time if the crime time was heels they would definitely get over with the fans but at the same time and you know we don't want to push them to, to that moment yet uh, obviously Dawkins and Montez and Sarah beating the hell out of Riddle and they're to the point where you know Orton's going for the hot tag of course he gets the hot tag, Orton gets in there, starts getting everybody, you know, in, putting in some moves in there, doing his, um, what is it, like immediate power slam that everybody loves. He does the double, 
uh, DDT on the ropes on both of them. Best move of the night though, and this is why I saw it at the time when it happened. Um, the Usos doing the 3D was superb. Not until RK Bro did it also. It's like two 3Ds in one night by two different matches who don't even belong, move don't even belong to them. Like, what's going on there? But yes, RK Bro did a better 3D than the Usos did, and I am here for it. I hope that's their move from now on. It's not even an RK, it's not even a, a 3D. It was like a push up to the sky, and then Randy Orton coming up with the RKO from out of nowhere again. That's how it felt more like than anything else so RK bro wins they retain their belts Migos come back in the ring to celebrate with Dawkins and Montez who shake hands with RK bro and they have a big you know big awesome celebration with everybody in there that's the backstage segment McIntyre is talking about his win Corbin and Moss just show up out of the blue and attack McIntyre from behind Wrap a chair around his neck and slam him with a piece of equipment. Fade to Royal Rumble commercial. Royal Rumble January 29th. Yeah, can't wait to find out who's in this Royal Rumble when 75% of the roster got released last year. I said it. Footage of Bianca Belair um, interacting with fans. The EST of WWE. The strongest, the smartest. Also, now, the buriest, something like that, the buried uh, female wrestler. The footage was awesome, you know, interaction, um, footage of her stuff from the past, uh, dead weight, competition, all that stuff. But I still, in the back of my mind, they did her dirty when they made her lose to Becky in just seconds, just like that. That, that was just horrible. Way to push your champion there. Match number four belongs to Edge and Miz. They put on a show. They put on a, a story. Edge still has it. I don't care what anybody's saying. Statman still has it. Um, Miz comes out with Maurice. You hear the bruise music and immediately I go back to 90s mode like, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, uh, that was a horrible rendition of it. But it's back in my mind thinking Gangrel, Edge, and Kristen just walking, not even walking out, coming out from the, under the ramp in a circle of uh, fire with blood on all that stuff. It was the most awesome entrance back then. He makes it up halfway to the ringside area and then on this day, I see clearly, and I'm not going to sing it, it's, horrible voice no both of them they put on a good show they put on a clinic um i mean you could tell that they were trying to go with the edge is old now he's an old man oh no because five minutes later he's already sweating he's already um tired he's already out of it and he's just facing off against miz who's also just like maybe 20 years younger around there but he's He's, he's there too. He, they're both um, been around for quite a while. It's like, why are you going to make it out to be like Edge is the only old man there? Miz too. Just Miz just not. Felt like 
No, it didn't feel like... I want to say it felt like um, Hulk Hogan versus Edge back then, but no, it didn't feel like that. It felt more like The Rock versus uh, Hulk Hogan. So, they're having this big match. Um, Miz is still doing the figure four leg lock uh, for no damn reason at all. He's just trying, trying to do whatever Ric Flair told him to do back then, but he still has it in his arsenal. Um, towards the ending of the match, though, Maurice is like getting, trying to get in there, like inching her way in there, inching her way in there. And she, throughout the match, she's just like, ooh, I want to slap him, I want to slap him. Like, yeah, we get it. You're trying to get in there. We know. So she finally gets in there. She slaps Edge across the face. And it distracts Edge and Miz tries to pin him and everything. And then uh, Miz is looking at Maurice. But at the same time, the crowd is looking past Maurice. And then finally, Miz looks past Maurice also. And we get this immediate look of the Glamazon, Beth Phoenix, just standing in the freaking entrance. It's like staring at the ring. Staring like how Edge does his uh, crazy guys. Um, however, the computer called it back then when Michael Cole would get emails from the computer. So she does his crazy eyes too, and she just runs towards the ring, and Marie's hightails it back. She goes doesn't even touch each other just like circle around the ring also and goes back Beth Phoenix looks over at Miz Mix looks over at Beth like okay whatever that's a weird thing to do Miz turns around he runs her into a spear Edge wins blah 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 I mean I love that Edge won but still it's like Miz is trying to gain respect just give it to him give it to him by letting him be Edge. I get it. I get Edge is the greatest. But you made Miz into a joke. Like, literally, there's no point in having him wrestle. You, like, released his tag team partner, his best friend in the world, and now he's solo with his wife, who he uses his wife as a shield from now on. It's ridiculous. We get to a promo for the NXT New Year's Evil, which is um, pay-per-view. This is a special on Tuesday. Um, matches on the card are Tommaso Ciampa, the NXT World Champion, versus Braun Breaker, who's a Steiner. Um, Scott Steiner's nephew. We got a triple threat for the Women's Championship, NXT Women's Championship, Mandy Rose versus Raquel Gonzalez versus the New Girl. And the one match I want to pay close attention to, that you might want to pay close attention to, is also Carmelo Hayes, the NXT Cruiserweight Champion versus Roderick Strong, the NXT North American Champion. Both going against each other, and they're going to unify the championship belts. Whatever happens, uh, it's going to be called the North American Cruiserweight Championship. The reason I'm saying to pay close attention to this match is the ending. Um... I'm calling it right now. Carmelo Hayes obviously going to win this. Roderick Strong is on his last uh, few days there. He's probably going to leave AEW. Of course, AEW. Undisputed era. That's what everybody's hoping for. Can't, can't, you can't miss out on that ever. 
the double main event of the night. Oh my goodness, I don't even think this should be called a main event, or even a double. I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this, but it's just an opinion. Like, I guess. Might as well go for it, right? I'm here. First of all, I love how they pushed Liv Morgan. She's a sweetheart. I love her. She's awesome. They... She deserves it. She deserves the best. Not yet, though. Like, not at this time, but she deserves to be up there. Second of all, big time Becky. What happened to the man? I get... This kind of reminded me of when uh, The Rock came back and he became Hollywood Rock. It's just Becky now saying she's the goat. She's wearing a goat um, something. But that uh, jacket that had two goats on it, and then goat on the back, like she's the man. But still, big time Beck. Come back to the man, and also, also, it's like this is new to me. I guess I haven't seen her compete in a while. She does this freaking mouth, uh, facial feature, like when she thinks that she's gonna lose a match. Where she has anxiety or she's just nervous. Since when is that a saying now for her? Like, what is that? Why? You guys, like, humanize this girl. She's supposed to be a man. She's supposed to be no worries. She's the one that got knocked out by Nia Jax and, like, came back the next day and that same night and freaking you know all that she's a man but I love how they had her in the semi-main event and then her husband in the main event are they married yet like I don't even know but baby daddy whatever I, I just thought they would be married I saw they were married I don't know are they married you tell me but I love how she's in this semi-main event he's in the main event and like, hey, one after the other, after this match is over, after that match is over, let's go home together. Cool? Cool. And I thought it was Seth Rollins that had COVID. Um, Roman Reigns having COVID, it's not the last minute, and Seth Rollins is the one that I read about. Why is Seth Rollins in a match? So let's get back to um, the semi-main event. Becky retains. Not my favorite match of the night. That whole thing with Liv. Like, Liv looks like she wrestles, but she looks like she's being too careful. Like, oh, let me hit you, but slowly. Come on, girl, get in there. I mean, I know you're small and short and stuff. Um, look at Alexa Bliss. Like, she's come a far, long way from, like, oh my god, I'm trying not to hurt you, to, you know, bashing people with chairs. Did she bash someone with a chair? <laughs> it's She's just come a long way. But so has Liv Morgan from NXT also. Um, but I love that she's in the title picture now. She deserved it. At the same time, not tonight. Becky retains. She worked the arm. On Becky. Um, Liv Morgan worked the arm on Becky, but still not enough. Becky pulled off the win. Uh, next match of the night is... My favorite match. But first, you gotta hype up some more Royal Rumble stuff, right? So, there's footage of 
Johnny Knoxville, who you all know um, as Jackass from all the Jackass shows and Jackass the movies. Uh, he's over here hyping up Jackass Forever, which is the fourth movie of the series. Uh, rest in peace, Ryan Dunn. But um, he's announcing Jackass Forever, and then he announces that he wants to be in the Royal Rumble. And he wants to join in on the fight and try to take out 29 other superstars January 29th. Let's go. Yeah, Jackass moved right there. Probably footage of um, Jackass. Steve will try to do that one time. Didn't work out. Now Johnny Knoxville wants to get in there. Yeah, that was, yeah. Alright. Yeah, okay, buddy. So the main event of the night. Match of the night. Oh my goodness. I mean, it didn't feel like a main event. It was just like, alright, let's get all these guys in here. And the intros were about five minutes. The whole match was about maybe eight, ten minutes altogether. It didn't feel rushed. It just felt like, oh, there it is. But it, it was some good stuff. Um, Lashley spearing Lesnar on the barricade was phenomenal. It's freaking amazing. It was awesome. Lesnar just selling all these moves from all these different people. Uh, let's see what else. Again, they bring out the fact that Roman Reigns cannot compete due to COVID. Brock is adding at the last minute. As soon as everybody gets in there, suplex city. They went after Brock Lesnar, but Brock was like, nope. Not today. Suplex City for you. Suplex City for you. Suplex City for you. Suplex City for you. Pat McAfee kept count, keeping count. He's over there. One, two, three. Suplex City. Four. Suplex City. Yeah, he sounds like the count, like I do. Um, Owens and Rollins been tagging the entire time, and they're like, "Hey, let's look out for each other." So they do this do a double super kick on Lashley, and they just team up the entire night to take out Lesnar and Lashley Big E gets knocked out somewhere like I wasn't even paying attention to him I know he's supposed to be the WWE champion but he just like I lost him somewhere I don't even know where I lost him and all I kept thinking about was like oh these four are gonna go at it again these four are gonna fight these four um, Kevin Owens and Rollins are gonna do something and they did they they dominated the entire match and then I guess Big E comes back in there and tries to take out Owens and Rollins, but oh, I'm sorry, uh, Seth freaking Rollins is likes to be called now. Um, lastly, um, gets power bombed through a table by Big E. Everybody goes back in the ring. Brock does the F5 on. Everybody in that freaking ring. F5 on Owens. F5 on um, Lust. Who? F5 on Rollins. F5 on Lashley. F5 on Biggie. It's just F5 everywhere. Suplex City everywhere. Uh, at one point, Lashley tried to do the hurt lock on Brock. And I'm just thinking to myself, is he going to tap? Is he gonna, no, he's not going to tap. He doesn't even have a neck. 
If he can't even make Goldberg tap, what makes you think he can do? Make Brock Lesnar tap? Can't. Nope. Uh, Seth interferes. Or was it Biggie? I'm telling you, I didn't even pay attention to Biggie at all. Just like he had all this much to say and like he got lost in the shuffle. <sighs> Brock just decides to grab Biggie and take him up take him up in the air for the F five. Pin him one, two, three, again. Kofi moment. But this time it wasn't like thirty seconds. It was just more like the entire match. He dominated. He got dominated by um Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens, but still he like took out everybody in this match. Bobby Lashley is like disappointed. He's has the stare down with Brock, which basically means Brock versus Lashley at Royal Rumble, perhaps. So Brock wins. He's the new WWE champion. He's over there holding on to the belt, laughing at Lashley because Lashley's just like sweating his ass off. He goes to the back. That's the end of the show. I loved it. I loved that ending. It was awesome. I enjoyed it. Um, however, I don't think Brock was supposed to win. Obviously, he wasn't. Uh, Rollins having COVID does have a setback on Brock because Brock was supposed to win. Beat um, Roman Reigns. Did I say Rollins? I meant Roman Reigns. Um, the chief, the head of the table, acknowledged that he has COVID. And I think it was supposed to go that way. Lesnar was supposed to be Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns loses his streak. He loses the championship belt, the universal title. And Lesnar wins. Over here, however, it would have been Big E. Apparently, Fox posted a picture on Twitter, which has now been deleted. Originally, Big E was supposed to win day one. I retained the title, but things changed at the last minute and gave Brock the win at the last minute. So, did Roman really have COVID? Because Roman has COVID also, and he still showed up at day one. But did Roman really have COVID? The head of the table? Really? Don't know. What do you think? Alright. The entire show was great. Um, except for that one McIntyre Moss match. Hated it. The first match was awesome. Also, yeah. Edge and Miz, great match. Liv and Morgan and Becky Lynch, great match. The tag team matches, 3D, super, super 3Ds. RK Bros. They did it. What did you think of it? Um, give me a shout out. Let me know how what you thought. Tell me um, how you felt about the show. Did it live up to expectations? Did you hate Brock? Uh, are you still unhappy with the outcome? What's going on? Um, tell me about the show. Tell me about this show, actually. What did you think of it? Did it live up to it uh, should I explain more detail that matches what did you think of my first episode zero really let me know 
All right, that's the show. That's the first show of uh, 2022. Uh, All Things Wrestling, All Things Podcast. Let's talk about it. Um, I want to hear your feedback. What do you think of the show? Uh, If you want to come on to the show, you want to talk about wrestling, come on talk about wrestling. Uh, Let me know what you think. Um, Go for it. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for coming. Thank you for listening. If you did listen, if you made it all the way through, um, possibly 30 plus minutes of me rambling going on and on and on and shortening the match. Maybe I could like introduce more things to the show, but I really want to, I really want to hear what you have to say. All right. That's all for tonight. Enjoy your evening and have a great new year. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Um, I don't know what to say, really. It's just like... Huh. That was a lot to digest. That, that was... What was that? Y'all, did I... Do I... Was I that naive? Was I like that at all? Was, why didn't you guys warn me how... Man, I'm so glad I don't talk like that anymore. I'm so glad that's not me anymore. That's so cringe, guys. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Who was that guy? I don't even know. Uh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Uh, it's like too much talking, man. Shut up. Calm down, first of all. You're going too fast. Uh, you're mumbling all over your words. Oh, I'm, am I really talking about myself here? Oh, my goodness. Anyway. That was fun, really. I, I, I know it's growth. I understand. I, that was, but that was a lot of fun to listen to the very first episode. I this is the first time listening to it back. Like I'm gonna start listening to all my old episodes and see if I got anything right or wrong, any of my predictions, and like stuff that may be going on now. I don't know. Like it, it, it sounded pretty cool, you know. Like hey. A great concept for me to like go back, but anyway, this has been this is the pod podversary, the podcast anniversary. I'm going into season three. I'm going into third year three, guys. I'm fucking proud of myself for going this far. I'm fucking proud of myself for still being here. We're still doing this. Uh, 135, 34 episodes. 134 episodes in. I don't count this as an episode. I just count this as an ep- a bonus episode. But if we're counting down freaking bonus episodes also, then allow me to say this would be 140th episode. This will be the 140th time you've heard me on the podcast on, on here. 140 times with so many hours of content. I'm, I'm amazed also. I'm I'm proud of myself and I'm amazed by it as well. This has been awesome. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate you all, eight thousand eight hundred seventy-one of you all, listening in, enjoying it for what it is. I just refreshed it, eight thousand eight hundred seventy-four. Thank you, whoever's been listening. I appreciate y'all. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, damn. All right, cool. Awesome, right? So. I'm proud of this. I'm proud of this moment right here. We've, we're making it to year three. We're going to get through it. Um, I, I have a surprise. 
I have I have stuff for next episode. I have uh new uh, new music. I have stuff, man. But at the end of the day, like I still have to say this. As always, follow us on our socials and support us. From Under the Apron on Instagram, the threads, YouTube, Apron underscore stories on the Twitter. Catch us live streaming on an app near you. Y'all know where you see me. Y'all know where, where I'm going with this. More info on the links on where you can listen or watch in the show notes. Listen to us on Apple, Spotify, or any other audio media you can listen to podcasts on. Don't forget to rate us and leave us a review. And if you feel you want a little bit more, go to patreon.com. Patreon.com forward slash from one of the apron podcast supporters on the Patreon. Become a top tier patron and get patron privileges. Guys, the patron privileges are is that I shout you out at the end of every episode. And so far, and everybody that has done this, that has supported me, thank you all for ever supporting me. Either you've been in the past, in the present, or now. Thank you, whoever you are, whoever still listening, whoever is still around. Thank you all, okay? To people like Babel B, Menace Smiling, Damon H from the Life of a 30-Year-Old Podcast, y'all are amazing. Thank you for supporting Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for believing in me. Thank you for believing in this freaking evil, the evolution of a geek. Thank you. Also, thank you, Chanel from the Nursing Podcast. Uh, Happy New Year. I know I already t- tweeted you Happy New Year, but Happy New Year, bottom of my heart. Cloudy November from the Nose of the Podcast. She's amazing. She's awesome. Go listen to that podcast. Uh, my brothers from the Moz Pod, y'all are amazing also. I like, they don't, I, I, I don't, I don't say their name enough, but yes, they're amazing. I fucking love them. They're fucking awesome. They're my boys. They're my brothers. Uh, I'll have the link to these podcasts in the show notes. Y'all can check them out. Love them. Love them. If I love them, y'all should love them as well. Others that deserve some love. Miniature Mommy. Litter Monster. At last. Lisa's Journey. Age of Shadow 666. Marijuana Barbie. Queen of the Underworld. Disney Queen 75. Little Miss Confidence. Greenery. Hey, it's me, your favorite chick. Jada Samia. Princess and the Weed. Dalo 17. Baby XOXO. Tiana Taylor 2. Pixie Ocean Dust. Mighty Sovereign. Sunshine Soul Vibe. Strawberry Milk. Cookie Monster Kalani. Deadderall. Ionic James. Pulse, Fire Mark, Frenchie, Catastrophe, Scotty Does Know. He does. Scotty Does Know. Audacious Ducky, Lil Earthling, Bait Man's Imagination, Kit Caterer, Kit Catater, Kit Cat Catater, Kit Catater. She's gonna hate me. In the name of Jacques, Smokey Ray, Donnie Real Talk, Cowboys Fan, Plummy Chummy, The Rent is Late, Starry Eyes, Respect the Rank, Who the Fuck Cares 31, The Beer Trick Kiddo, King Splash, Claire Hugs. Mushroom Forest, Baby Lean, Doll Baby, This Girl, and Cough Syrup. No, we're still going. Positivity Person, Damn Kids Ain't Mine, 95, Brando, 1976, Helter Skelter, Enlightened Mommy, Scotty McFly, Libra Goddess, 1993, Martin! Actually, his name is Stupid Edwin, and... Pleasure Passport 3.0. Get 20% off on adult toys when you enter discount code EVO at PleasurePassport.shop. That's discount code E-V-O. 
at pleasurepassport.shop. Link will be in the show notes. Thank you guys for supporting the podcast. Patreon.com forward slash from under the apron podcast. Get your name shouted out. Support the podcast and support pleasurepassport.shop. Check out the show notes for links to other podcasts that you heard on this episode. Send us a message of your favorite wrestling stories, questions, comments, ratings, or requests at our email. It is from under the apron at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, joining the live, being a huge part of this community all year long. You all have been awesome. Tell your friends. Join us next time for more behind the scenes stories, movies, and TV show reviews when we come to you from under the apron. I'm Evo. I'm proud of y'all, and I love your faces. Season three, that's a wrap. 